Welcome back to the Water Podcast, where conversation flows, illusions crash, Matt half white, half Wong. Today, we're going to talk yoga, a practice very, very dear to my heart. Something that if you know me, you know I do, you know I recommend for almost any type of injury for almost any, I don't always recommend it to people for ailments and illnesses, but I'll let you in on a little secret. When I have issues, physically, I, whether it's being sick or being injured, I go to yoga. I have a book called Yoga, The Path to Holistic Health by BKS Iyengar. I came across yoga 18 years ago. If you heard my my injuries and why I still rock on playlist, not playlist, playlist, podcast, then you know. But 18 years ago, 21 years old, wrestling at San Jose State, last 10 seconds of practice, literally 10 seconds left. I was like, all right, fuck it. Here we go. Let's let's hit this inside trip. I go for my inside trip. Dude sprawls back with my legs in on him. Fucking, so if you're familiar with an inside trip, imagine my right leg. It's hooked inside behind his left leg. He sprawls out, which fucking twisted my knee. Snap fucking tore my meniscus ugh pop had a fucking uh, limp away I believe if I remember correct and maybe it's not nah I, I don't anyways limped away fucking went ended up getting an MRI have a torn meniscus they tell me here I am I'm 21 at the time you know I don't fucking, I don't know much. I don't know as much as I know now. But I still had the wherewithal to be somewhat critical. Because here they're telling me, you know, your meniscus, it's this little moon-shaped piece of fucking uh, cartilage in between your, your two leg bones, right? in there in the knee joint. You got them on both sides. If you've ever heard of athletes when they get injuries... There's the ACL, the PCL, the LCL, the MCL. I had it, here we go, on the MCL side, meniscus, bam, torn. They're like, look, what we can do is we can get in there, scrape it away. We'll scrape away this fucking meniscus for you so that way it doesn't tear larger. I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, we're going to take the meniscus away because we don't want the tear to get larger. And it's like, well, will the cartilage grow back? Yeah, we don't think it's going to grow back. The, the cartilage in the knee is not in a good place where regrowth happens. So what we'll do is we'll take it away. We'll take it away. I'm just like, what the fuck? That doesn't, didn't fucking make sense to me. I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that shit. So I did not get surgery. Uh, I ended up, here you go, you gotta imagine too, this is 2004, 2005. I'm fucking, I'm at Gold's Gym, there's a yoga class. Chuck, I think the guy's name was. This fucking old white dude with long hair. This old white hippie guy. Everybody in Chuck's class had to be over 55 there might have been there might have been some young spry 45 year old in there I'm 20 everybody looks fucking old as shit to me nobody's in their 20s definitely no man and I'm I'm positive I'm almost positive there were no females in there that were under there were, which was kind of crazy but there were no females even in, in there under like 40 like everybody was older but I started doing yoga and my knee started feeling better I felt better every time I went in there so I kept 
you know, trying to get to his yoga class every time he had it. Eventually, his class didn't vibe with my schedule. I asked him what I could do on my own to learn. He told me that he does Iyengar yoga. What's crazy too is Iyengar, you go on, so I got this I, this book that I told you about, Path to Holistic Health. It's like designed for people that are beginners. Great fucking book. Great fucking book. Yoga, the Path to Holistic Health. Amazing book. I've recommended it to friends, family, clients. Those of you who have gotten it, bless your hearts. I know you're fucking doing better because of your yoga practice. So this book is great. It's how to use props and things like this. It really breaks down everything. Iyengar is this old Indian dude in this book. It's kind of big. He's kind of... <laughs> he looks the kind of way. He's kind of funny looking, I think. I, or, you know, especially for me at 21, 22, I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, what the fuck? But what I didn't realize until later on is that when he first came to America, like fucking... 40 years ago, he, he made another book in the 60s called Light on Yoga. I got this book in paperback. I don't know if they have it even in, in a hardcover, but my God, the thing, the, the poses in this book that I'm talking about, this hardcover book, I've mastered all of them. I could do them all. And the here's the thing too, with yoga, it's not about what we're going to get into is we're going to get into some stuff today about what yoga is. I'm going to tell you some, this is, and I should have said this right in the beginning. Here we are seven minutes in, but this is just an introduction to yoga, to how it's helped me with my life. I'm going to give you, like I always do, science, physiology behind what it is that yoga is doing in our bodies why it is that you want to incorporate whether it's yoga so whether it's yoga or stretching I don't give a fuck you need to incorporate some type of stretch into your what I don't care what you call it dynamic stretching ballistic stretch well okay hold up not dynamic or ballistic stretching and I'll get into some reasons why not just that. But yoga does mean more than just asanas, which are the poses, downward dog, triangle pose, mountain pose, plow position. Those are just asanas, which is actually only one part of yoga. I want to talk kind of about you know as I was reviewing this as I was reviewing my my yoga books and everything I know about yoga and the stretch the different podcasts I've listened to on stretching and researching different articles about actual benefits that are seen in controlled studies I realized that um it's way more than just just you know that it's way more than just stretching and and also though when I look through these eight limbs of yoga in my book that I have here this is what I wanted to mention um, made me think of Sadhguru I want to get into that a little with you that's gonna be really interesting so here's kind of this is just an intro though because again yoga has played such a large role in my life and not just in the sense that it's given me strength physically. It's physically made me stronger. I never really understood why. I always assumed it was the small um, stability must stabilizing muscles around larger muscles. Because as I started incorporating yoga, I got stronger in my fighting I got stronger in, in all areas probably least of which it's which it was um, noticeable is in Jiu Jitsu because Jiu Jitsu I think people understand to some extent 
takes a degree of flexibility and that having a degree of flexibility will help with a lot of you know guard positions maintaining guard the breathing aspect of yoga really helps with staying calm when under submissions or being attacked there's been a lot of times where people have had me in a kimura they've had my hand they've had my arm behind my back and they they haven't been able to finish it there's been times where I'm getting choked deep and I've been able to breathe through it's funny the other week I was telling my wife this is I was I tap people probably every time I go to practice I probably if when we're roll, we end up roll, you know jujitsu you end up learning a move you drill a little and then typically there's always a half hour of rolling I feel like and rolling is what we say in jiu-jitsu for sparring you know going live so you know you and your partner are both trying to now submit one another you know it ends if somebody taps out there's hardly a practice I don't know there honestly I mean unless we're just doing positions like positional training where where it's just pass or sweep and it's harder to uh, keep going for the submission I, I always tap somebody out and that's not what necessarily gets me really excited what gets me really excited I told my wife this the other the other week uh, you know I had this guy I was rolling with this brown belt great roll too brother but this guy uh, man First of all, he had me in this baseball choke with the gi. Tight. He was in side control. He passed all the way to like fucking uh, north-south with it. Felt like he like... It was like he was using my gi, his, my gi to like fucking pop my head off. Wasn't able to tap me out. I was able to withstand it, get out of it, hold my breath. Then he went and he scissored. This was crazy. Nobody ever does this shit to me. I wish I, I wish this shit was on tape. He scissored my head in between his shins. Either it had to be his shins. I don't think it was his thighs. I'm pretty sure it was his shins. Maybe it was his thighs. I don't know. But he had my. He was fucking squeezing the shit out of me again. I. These were until later that week. <laughs> these were chokes that were as tight as I felt like in a long 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 time and here here I am I'm, I was able to jump myself over change the angle didn't tap there's a bunch of dudes watching too everybody was fucking amazed that kind of shit really gets me like ah yeah that that makes me feel really good one that I didn't give up on myself because it's it's easy to give up on yourself in jiu-jitsu because there's a actual risk of danger it's imminent and because tapping out is part of the culture it's okay like it's not like there's no shame in it i'm just weird i don't want to give up on myself I often think, you know, that that bothers me a lot sometimes. Sometimes I will tap out and I think to myself, fuck, I could have held out probably another 15 seconds or five seconds even. And maybe in those five seconds, I could have moved somewhere else. That's what bothers me. And, and as somebody who's competed, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, man, I've had like, I've had over probably 200 yeah, maybe almost 300 different individual matches with people in my life. A lot of these are from wrestling. You know, I probably got close to 200 alone with just wrestling. When you figure high school, all the high school competitions and all the freestyle competitions. And then when you now include tournaments that I've done as adults, smokers, MMA smokers, 
kickboxing matches, all this stuff just amateur too, by the way. But I was like, man, I've done a lot, you know. And one thing I realized with competing is you're just competing with yourself. Sometimes, you know, there's been plenty of times I, you know, I smoked the dude, fine, whatever. But it's the ones where I felt like I gave up on myself. What's all this have to do with yoga, right? What the fuck? Breathing. Yoga enhances your breathing. We are tied in our mental state. It's tied into our physical state. Okay, I'm just changing gears here so that we, we stay on topic with yoga because this is not a competition podcast, which is something else I wanted to do. But our breathing will increase it will enhance and most of our mental state there is no separation between mind and body if we have let's think about this right now about our physical body right now if we have tightness if we have pain if we have soreness this like it's hard think about like you ever been walking everything's fine and there's a little pebble in your shoe like literally like i'm talking like you know minuscule a pebble and you can't fucking you can't get over it you gotta fucking take your fucking your shoe off and gotta take your sock off maybe it went inside your sock somewhere maybe sometimes even think even smaller like a little fucking one of those little things those little (laughs) those little things you know those little uh, prickly things not even the whole prickly little ball thing, but just a literally just one little like blade of of brown, like one of those little fucking you know something straw or some shit just poking through your sock. That whole thing fucks with you. You're like, God, I can't. You know, you, you get annoyed or whatever. Now, if you're anybody out there, you know, shit. I don't know what the percentages are. It's really high though. The amount of people who have back pain. You have back pain and fucking, oh my god, you know, you don't want to fucking bend down to tie your shoe, can't maybe bend down to tie your shoe, fucking maybe bending down to tie your shoe, you get out of breath, maybe the change in head position gets you dizzy, because as we get older, our eating patterns and our sleeping patterns have gotten bad, have become really poor. It's one thing when from 18 to 24, where people are in college, you know, the freshman 15 even, just that first year, freshman 15, people gaining that much weight because they now live on their own. Imagine now over that first six years of college, you know, people are out on their own, you know, but still, you know, you're young, you know, still more human growth hormone, you're still a little more, you know, resilient, teenage years, super resilient eating fucking fast food all the time now here we are 29 you're like fuck i'm kind of i'm kind of chunky 39 you're like fuck how'd i get fat you know 49 is it's now the wheels are starting to fall off you know you fucking don't understand how how one cup of coffee turned into four cups of coffee a day how you're fucking sleep you can't you know your mind's racing all these things all these things yoga studies have found literally help you with. It will help you sleep easier. It will help you breathe better. It will help actually give you awareness into what it is, where it is, you need to get better in life. That's mindfulness. Because here's the thing. We are so caught up in a very fast way of living that none of our ancestors experienced before. The amount of distractions we have today has never been experienced before. I know there are a lot of people that would benefit in my own life, just people around me, 
people who literally know me, who I know by name, who would benefit greatly from listening to this podcast. But what I get from a lot of people about the pushback from this is that an hour is too long. An hour has become too long for people these days. If you're here you're and you're at this point, 20 minutes in, we're about a third of the way in, pat yourself on the back. You, right now, here's something weird that's happening. If you could stick with somebody, if you could stay with somebody, keep bringing your attention back. I'm sure as you've been, as I've been talking, your mind, it travels away. That's totally, so here's something about meditation, okay? You want to know what's meditation? I often wanted to know what the fuck is meditation? You hear people say meditation can be so many different things, you know? Oh, swimming is meditation for me. Oh, playing music is meditation for me. Oh, I need it to be quiet to be medi- be in a meditative state. Oh, I, I, I need fucking music to be in a meditative state. You know, well, what the fuck is it, right? Meditation is just bringing your focus back to one singular point over and over and over again. So, for instance... In yoga, if you're doing actual stretching, if you're going over the asanas, what I would recommend to you, if you haven't done this before and this is a new practice to you, is you start bringing your attention to the physical sensations as you go through the poses. Just over and over again, just keep bringing your mind back to what it is you're actually doing to the, how your body feels, to how your breath is moving. Just that. And here, here's what, here, you know what's going to happen? Your mind's going to go to something else. Just like right now during this podcast, your mind has went to something else as I've spoke. But again, if you're here 23 minutes in now, you've been able to keep bringing your attention back. That literally bringing your attention back Physiologically, you are bringing these, this electrochemical fucking uh, lightning storm almost inside your head. You know, as above, so below. I mean, if you knew, if you could see how it is your brain lights up, what it is that's lighting up in between the whole fucking, this whole little big fucking you know this this thing up here <laughs> i wanted a better i wanted a better description of thing but you know this this it's not mush but like you know this this fatty piece of of technology that makes it makes us the bearers of one of the most amazing technological machines on the whole planet maybe only rivaled by dolphins but yet dolphins don't have the same mechanisms as we do hands and fingers and thumbs and feet they're in the ocean but and why i say dolphins i saw dolphin brains the other day and their cerebellum and their 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 back of their brain they have areas of the brain like us larger you know but anyways it's a that's not getting into that anyways if you could see all these little connections being made, you know, and now what I was going to get at was when your mind wanders, it's going to some other different connection, but to be able to bring it back to that original connection, that is physical work for your brain. That in itself is strengthening your attention, your focus. Yoga can help you with this. Stretching can help you with this. Yoga can help you quiet all of the. I never even heard this word before. The just uh, complete honesty. Per perseveration, perseveration, perseverating. I thought I was reading. I thought this guy. I was like, what the fuck did this guy write? Did, what what word was this? Never heard of this before. But perseverating always thinking of getting stuck on a certain idea having a certain thought over and over and over again in your mind 
when I had to look it up, this is, uh, you know, they, they mentioned this in association with autism these days. So I was like, oh, maybe this is why, you know, this is, this word is more in, um, you know, words come and go in, in, uh, in style almost, you know, like some words become really popular and then they leave and other words come really popular, you know, for the time, depending, you know, cringe. I think cringe was had to be a word like 30, 40 years ago. I didn't know what the fuck cringe was until like the last 10 years though, you know? I mean, we didn't have this shit growing up. Nothing was cringe because, you know, if you know cringe, cringe is like, you know, you watch this video on, uh, you know, you, you watch a short video or something on your device, right? And it's somebody doing something embarrassing, right? Like you feel, you know, they're being cringe, like a person is being cringe, like you feel bad for them because they're being embarrassing, but didn't have this shit before because didn't have access to seeing people be cringe, you know, like we didn't call it that in real life, like when somebody did something embarrassing, like, you know, and you weren't able to rewatch it over and over again and go, oh, that's so cringy, you know, but anyways. So let's let's see I've been all over the place I know right this is where our minds are going you know I'm glad that I pointed out though conversation flows illusions crash here on this podcast so I I hope that I bring to you the things that have been most pertinent for me that have made me make these changes in my life in all of these podcasts so that's what that's what I'm doing here. Um, but let's go back to mm, let's go back to the breathing real quick again too, right? So again, the breathing, our breathing is tied into our physical and mental state. If you've ever noticed, if you've ever noticed, when you get um, angry. When you are getting upset with somebody, you know, I, I heard this soon, we will have AI that will be able to just look at the emotion, look at the emotions or the stretching just on your face and be able to determine whether or not you're angry, happy, excited, nervous, and also by listening and or I should say by listening to the tone in your voice because these because the way that your face moves the way that your tone changes does have something to do with your mental state there is you know these things are tied in if you've heard about the vagus nerve Right, this is a nerve that runs through your facial muscles. It runs through your larynx, your voice box. It runs through your heart and it runs into your gut. You know, you've had that sick to your gut feeling, you know? That shit makes your heart rate act differently. It makes your voice sound differently. It can affect the facial muscles and the way you look. One nerve, all this connected from your brain down into your gut here. One of the longest nerves, I believe, in the body. The vagus nerve. Vagus from vagabond. Root. Wandering. So this wandering nerve, very long in our body. Get some etymology for you. What's up? What's up? I don't know why I did that. <laughs> but, um... So... If you could control your breath, which is, so what will happen, let's say right now, you get up, stand up, and you try to stretch down, keep your knees locked out, keep your legs straight, and you try to stretch, touch your feet, right? Wherever you can touch, fine, that's where it is. Keep going though. When you stretch, you always want to go for at least 30 seconds. Because as you get into an initial stretch, your body wants to protect you. It doesn't, here's the thing your body has no fucking idea what's going on. 
Like, yeah, we have eyes and we make interpretations about shit, but your body doesn't know you're doing yoga and it's an ancient practice and that, oh, you're trying to increase flexibility. It doesn't know when you're putting muscle or you're putting weight in your palm and your bicep curling and that, oh, we're supposed to get bigger after 10 reps. Oh, this is the second. He's done eight reps. It doesn't know any of this shit. You know, all your body knows is something's fucking happening and it and if it's occurring long enough it should make adjustments so that next time we do that it gets better it's all your body knows did you know have you ever tried just fucking straight flexing just fucking like without without weight fucking imagine you're curling go real slow fucking bring your fucking palm close fist closer to your shoulder like a curl if you do that shit and you fucking squeeze really tight with your bicep and you go real slow your your whole your arm will shake your muscles will shake that shit alone can help you build muscle it's just most people don't have the that shit's way tougher than putting a fucking 30 pound weight in your hand and curling you know we put weights in our hands and do this shit because that itself is a stimulus for us for our body to go through that shake and go oh yeah okay there we go this make me build muscle we feel manly like that somehow you know we need to be able to grunt and fucking swing our swing our arms and bleh, fucking throw steel down bleh, look at ourselves in the mirror bleh fucking gym culture it's kind of fucking lame <laughs> fucking bicep curls ain't doing shit for you nah I know I know some of you love bicep curls it's okay but I'm, I'm not a I'm not a bicep I used to be a bicep curl guy I love my biceps too who doesn't want Gaston muscles huh <laughs> no but what I'm getting at here is um your body doesn't know you're doing yoga. It doesn't know you're stretching. So when you start to go down, your body has this... All your muscles, they have something called the Golgi tendon organ. GTOs, Golgi tendon organ. Any of this shit you look up. I always tell you that too. Go look it up. If a fucking lion fucking point it out to me. If I've made a mistake in something I've said, point it out to me. I don't want to tell people anything that's not true. With that said, also, though, none of this is medical advice. <laughs> but so the Golgi tendon organ is there to protect when your when your joints or your muscles, when anything stretches out, it's there to fucking resist the stretch just in case like, oh, shit, like, was that supposed to happen? Like, it doesn't want you to just fucking rip everything, you know? So about 30 seconds, this thing starts to relax. So, if you're still stretching down, if you've noticed, you should have been able to get a little further than you were initially. And if not, it became more comfortable, at least over time. The only mechanism which you have, and which you'd use, that made this more comfortable for you, was your breath. If you notice, on deep breaths, my bad on breaths out on the out breath you're typically able to stretch deeper this is because physiologically on the out breath our bodies are relaxing our bodies okay let me see if i could fucking recall this this is this is a wild piece of physiology here so when we breathe in our body our diaphragm is actually opening up which actually allows there to be more space in the heart cavity which allows the heart to pump more blood through which means that it goes faster does that make sense so when we breathe in our our hearts are opening and because of this extra space 
it rushes more more blood through our heart rates go up higher when we breathe out it's actually decreasing there's less space it actually goes slower yeah that makes sense I it's counterintuitive because I would have thought yeah so that's that I said that right so that's why phys- and here's the thing your heart rate and your breath rate, your your breathing rate, they're tied in on a on like a second by second second <clears throat> basis. I think it's the, the the SA node, the sinoatrial node, I believe. It's literally it might not be that one, but it's this 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 little piece. There's this I think it's the SA node on your fucking heart, and that's actually fucking taking time. Of fucking how big is this piece open? How small is this piece open? How how fast should we be breathing? How fast should our heart be going? Fucking literally. Second by second this shit is happening. So. If you train with me. You know I've said. You know. Shit. If you're here I hope you've listened to the nasal breathing podcast. You know, you know nasal breathing. Is something I'm really passionate about. All this shit that I do podcasting on, I'm really passionate about. It's nothing that I don't live myself. And, you know, I'm not here on any pedestal, but what I do want to do, what I do want to, what I do do, (laughs) poo. No, but what I do want to do is leave something for Rio, leave something for my children so that they can listen and they can go, oh, you know, okay, this is why, this is, this is what dad's talking about. Okay. I get it. This is okay. He did this stuff. This is why we do this. This is important. If I had known the things I know today at 39, at nine years old, my God, what would I have figured out at 39 then? Like if I didn't have to spend my fucking twenties and thirties figuring this stuff out and how the body worked has always you know, I've I've been athletic my whole life. So how the body works is something I've always been intrigued about. And diet is something I never understood growing up. Like like I just literally didn't understand how food had anything to do with our bodies or our, our physical state. So all this kinda all everything I, I put in these podcasts are things that I'm living, things I'm figuring out. Anyways. So The breath will get better as you practice stretching, as you practice doing yoga. Here's something I'll say too. So since I brought up about pain, and I've, uh, you know, I brought up about our physical state. Think about this: if you put a tight, like, uh, spandex bodysuit, like you know, imagine like you know the the tightest fucking. Sp- spandex like that you have like the tights you know everybody's got the tights today you know when i was growing up only women wore tights now it's like you know men wear shorts shorter than you know than women (laughs) and well not shorter than women women wear some ladies fucking wear some wild shit these days i laugh with maria sometimes i'm like shit maria see you gonna wear your bra out today you could just wore your bra out look at this girl (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> these fucking kids they wear the kids to me I don't know they're probably in their 20s whatever but you know I'm like damn like this shit and then the tightness on dude's shorts today I'm like holy shit that's well that's that's what's happening I guess now <laughs> anyways um <sighs> where was I with that Let's let's think real quick. Usually I don't do this. I'll pause it, but I'm not pausing it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to find I'm just gonna try to find where I was, okay? We were talking about pain, that's right. Spandex, that's right. So imagine you all have spandex, you know what it's like to have that, you know, it's tight on you, right? Imagine you have a full body suit of spandex on you, okay? Imagine it's tight. Full body suit, yeah? Now imagine you grabbed a part of it at the shoulder. 
you grab a part of it at the shoulder and you start twisting it up okay twist it up into a knot all right now imagine on that other side trying to move right you took out all this slack though right any of the slack that was even there so now it's like real tight you know if you've worn the gi before in jujitsu you know and I fucking, you know, somebody takes it off and they're fucking wrapping it around, you know, and you're trying to move on the other side. It's all tight, right? This whole analogy is to, is, is to get you to visualize how it is all your muscles, your whole body is connected through connective tissue. It unites everything, every fiber of everything in your body, your bones, your organs, your muscles. It's running through everything connective tissue it's running all throughout your body everything is connected so if you have tight fucking hips you may have fucking knee problems maybe you have ankle problems maybe you have fucking ankle issues and they're giving you back problems maybe you have bad posture because you work at a job that requires you to sit you drive there which requires you to sit you come home and you sit and all the while, you're sitting and you're looking into your palm, fucking screens sucking you inward, making your head fucking jut forward, making your shoulders round about. All this shit, like, if you just right now, like, a mat, like, humor me. And if you are sitting down and you just make a caricature of one who is being sucked into a screen right that takes muscles to round your back that way to jut your head forward and look at look at it right this is happening unbeknownst to us now because we're sitting there we're looking at our screens and we don't even realize it unconsciously because we're not present in the moment we're fucking just being sucked in looking at this screen so doing that you're using these muscles. Again, the body doesn't know what's going on. These muscles are getting worn out. This is creating pain. It's creating pain because it's creating imbalances. And it's creating soreness. Now, yoga, stretching, can help alleviate that. If you have a tech job, I guarantee if you have a tech job, I've had, I've had plenty of clients in tech positions I know that these companies they have so much money they know that you know a hazard of their job is being in front of a computer all day as a software fucking you know a software guy you're coding you're in front of a screen they're telling you every like what three times an hour like you know that you need to I've had some clients who literally the screen locks on them tells them to fucking get up and fucking uh you know counter stretch get up and the what's the counter stretch you fucking put your chest out you throw your shoulders back you throw your head back right you fucking stretch the other way you stretch the opposite way that the screen has been fucking sucking you into because you need balance your whole body needs this though you know one area that becomes way way underused as we get older and i guess well it's the whole backside our whole backside like you know we love to fucking get into the gym and fucking chest and fucking sit up straight up and fucking quads Mm, people don't love quads but biceps and fucking shoulders you know but nobody's doing the pulls the fucking the rows and the fucking hamstring shit and our glutes that shit we're not using and we need those strong muscles those muscles help protect us from falling falling if you're over 50 you know this is this is a serious risk factor in your life now like when as you get over i don't know if it's i mean of course over 60 it's worse but i i believe at 50 even it's this isn't good you know and what will help prevent that are these muscles behind us 
that will help catch us. Quick foot foot speed too. This is why I work the ladder with you guys. Quick foot speed. So that your feet can fucking catch you from falling. Because falls can be bad, man. Especially as we get older. You know, most of us are deficient of vitamin K in this country. Vitamin K, what you need it for are, I think, 18, 20, 18 or 20 different roles physiologically. It's playing in the body. The largest role that it plays is, or the one that's most important to your life every single day, is blood clotting. So it, if you are deficient in it, it's using all that you get just to make sure that your blood clots. Because things can happen inside of our body. Things are happening where, you know, unbeknown, unbeknownst to us, but inside our body, there's a lot of damage going on stress so yoga again it's not hard to find a study where yoga helps alleviate the symptoms of stress chronic stress and depressive symptoms that's not hard the thing is stress fucking is killing us on the inside because stress molecules are these inflammatory molecules and these fucking uh, hormones like cortisol and adrenaline that fucking should not be ramped up inside our body. And in the past, we only got stressed out because of, it. you know, this is a fight or flight response. And we only had these because there were immediate threats to us. There were actual dangers and we needed to fucking be physically active. So, shit, oh my god, here we go, eyes fucking, pupils fucking changing, fucking sweaty palms, fucking blood rushing away from my, from my organs into my fucking limbs, here we go, let's fuck, you know, time to run, heart rate, fucking breath rate, fucking going, bam, run, fight, okay, cool, threat gone, not today, right? We're in a fucking, we're in the car, we're being threatened in traffic, we're being threatened at the fucking, at our job, are we going to have it or not, we're being threatened at home, oh my god, is he going to get elected again, oh my god, what are they going to, they're going to, they're taking away this, oh my god, they're, they're, they've done what, oh, there's threats all day long, we're fucking stressing out, again, theme of today, right, your body doesn't fucking know it's not a real stress because here it is. You're just tripping out. Here you are tripping out. Your body is just fucking, it's re- reacting to your mind. Mind, body, all tied in. So, it's all tied in. Mind and body. Now you're stressing out about some shit. Yoga can help you alleviate those symptoms of stress. But again, uh, I'm sorry. There is a noise outside. It just fucking took my... I know. I'm so professional here, right? (laughs) There's some shit outside. Poyle went to go check out it, though. I think we're cool. No, what I was getting at was um, uh, stress... And how we used to be able to use physical activity when stress arose. And that actually got rid of these hormones. But today, we're not able to use physical activity right away because we're stressing out over emails or traffic or something. And the response isn't fucking fight or flight anymore. Like, it's not like a physical response. Yet, we are not good at being able to quell our mind of this stuff where you know and it it stays with us and thus the, the stress hormones stay in our body thus the blood is rushed into our fucking limbs not in our organs thus the fucking heart rate is elevated the fucking breath rate is elevated all this stuff is not good for us long term it serves us in a short term purpose it's not good if it's happening hours on end
Okay, so like I was saying, not professional, super. Uh, <laughs> I went about 10 minutes. I lost space on the memory card, so it stopped recording. But it's actually good for you. I kind of went back. I didn't listen to everything. <laughs> but I forgot to mention where I was going with vitamin K and about how all the destructive things that happen in our body and that vitamin K blood clots. I was bringing up the destructive things because blood clot. I didn't understand why, why I said that. Cause I, did, I never understood what the fuck blood clotting is important for. Why it would be more important than what I'm about to mention about vitamin K. But, you know, if... We have damage, free radicals, for damage either from something we've eaten, damage from stress, these stress hormones, whatever it may be. Blood vessels, uh, things can actually, cells inside of our body can actually become ruptured and damaged. And so we don't want to bleed out. So our blood is constantly being clotted. This is something that, that just helps us survive, or at least as I understand it. Here's something where it still doesn't make complete sense to me, but blood clotting is more important than the vitamin K, the minimal amount that we get, it being used to take calcium out of our arteries and in to bone, organs, other places where we need calcium. Real quick on a calcium tip, if you drink cow, cow's milk, you are not getting calcium and you are not making your bones stronger. Look it up. That's a myth. I swear to God, look up milk myth calcium. You'll see most of it is not bioavailable. It is not making you stronger. It's not getting calcium into the places that you need it to. So yeah. And why I was bringing this up because when we stretch yoga, one thing that it can help with the, I believe this is why I was bringing it up. <laughs> Conversation flows. I'm so excited that you stay with and you listen to me. You know, I've often thought, man, if I've had a partner, if I had somebody with me talking with me about this stuff and that could keep me on track, I've had some of you say this to me. Of course, that would be amazing. Uh, but as it is, I'm, I'm solo and I'm just fucking, I'm going, but the improvement to our breathing, the improvement to our, um, so in your stretching practice, I hope that you are incorporating nasal breathing. The nasal breathing incorporates more, uses more nitric oxide in our system, nitric oxide, helps open up the blood vessels, helps open up the lung capillaries, helps open up everything. Nitric oxide is actually the neurotransmitter that's used inside things like Cialis and Viagra to get you like a rock. <laughs> but seriously, so uh, vitamin K, helps also though clear out these arteries so that we can breathe better what this has to do with yoga is that this will help decrease pain all these things everything i'm talking about on all these podcasts will help you live longer help you live like a wong okay that i don't even know what song i was going with there <laughs> We're going to finish up here in these next five minutes. I'm not going to get to the eight limbs of, of yoga, apparently. I'm not going to get to what this had to do with Sadhguru. So be it for the uh, introduction, huh? Some of you have mentioned that that would help so that you understand where we're going, when I'm talking about. But hey, I tried. I don't make scripts for these podcasts. I'm just going. So let's finish with talking about pain and how it helps again how yoga helps alleviate pain because of the breathing because as we push past so here i'm going to hit you with some again neurophysiology some neuroscience right here but we have something called von neurons 
We share, we and only a few other mammals have these big mammals, whales, elephants, they have them. They have maybe one to 10,000, I think, of them, whereas we have something like 10 to 50,000 of them. And what these do is they allow us to push past pain if it's necessary. So when we are doing yoga, when we are trying to stretch, we are pushing our bodies through our own will. We are pushing ourselves to a point that we can't go anymore. Now through our breath, remember, on the out breath we're relaxing, we're pushing ourselves deeper into stretches. What we're doing also, some of these stretches, they can be painful. I've done yoga with plenty of people and sometimes, wow, that hurts. And it's like, you know, I, I have to encourage people, stick with it, go slow. The stretch is a marathon, not a sprint. Breathe. And what you can do by leveraging these vaniconomo neurons is that you can push past those painful moments in the stretching routine. Literally, as I heard them uh, told to me, was like, you know, kind of like uh, if you remember the, the Die Hard movie and he's got to walk on glass, right? Or else he's going to be shot at where he's at, you know? Because there's something that's very important to us that we need to do, we can push past our physical capabilities. You know, something I'd love to get into one day is this book, The Holographic Universe, because why I bring that up right now is because, you know, this reminds me of too, is you've probably heard the stories, right, of women, right? Pregnant women, accident, or mothers, accident, need to do some amazing physical feat of strength to save their child, and they're able to do so. They're leveraging vaniconomo neurons. And why I brought up the holographic universe is because all the energy, all of the resources we ever need are within one point or within us at all times. We just don't know how to utilize them. So the holographic universe model is this idea that like a hologram where everything in the picture is within any one cell of the hologram, so it is in the universe. It's not that as above so below it's not that energy is somewhere outside of us that we need to find necessarily through food but that somehow if we knew how to tap into the secrets of the universe we can utilize that energy limitless power at any point at any time we could be captain marvel thor superman it's just we block ourselves mentally we are not living in the moment we live our own perceptions i wanted to get into mindfulness today maybe i did a little bit <laughs> but what i wanted to talk about kind of about how this makes sense right now is that you know often when we're perseverating when we're letting our mind get ourselves stuck in thoughts that don't serve us we're not actually in the moment and we're not actually recognizing our gift, the present, and utilizing all that we can. We're not being the being that we are. So this was just an intro. Some of my thoughts around yoga. We will get into more. I Those things I talked about in the intro, we're going to get into again on another <laughs> podcast. Again, I really appreciate that you stick with me. Um, you know, go ahead and, and I curse like a motherfucker. I know. I'm sorry. You know, I, I have a podcast that will be coming out, curse, cuss words, featuring Too Short. No, that would be dope though. But seriously, um, I listen to your feedback. I appreciate it. Everybody that gives me some, um, if you can too, go ahead and write little reviews, you know, and again, if you're not subscribed and you're not, um, five-starring, you know, all that shit. If you've listened this far, come on, please. 
help your boy out go do these things this will help get the podcast out to more people i never asked you for money i never ask for money this shit's not fucking i'm not doing a a goddamn fucking commercial in in the middle of this oh you know uh spark notes uh blah, blah 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 i'm not doing that shit you know so i mean come on you know i'm real the way i talk the way i walk i don't know if that's how that song went but you know that j-lo song you remember back in the 1900s maybe it was early 2000s anyways be loved be loved come back again for that wong amazing talk for everyone to remember the water podcast where conversation flows and illusions crash.